0: This is a Spark Sunland original podcast.
1: Hello and welcome
0: to the Onion Bag, the Onion Bag, the Onion Bag Podcast.
1: I am Liam Caffrey, Dom Aberdeen,
2: Jack Ostwick, and we're here to bring you your weekly installment
0: all about the world of football on Spark. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Onion Bag Podcast here on Spark. My name's Dom Aberdeen and as always, joined by two lovely lads, firstly, rising to the occasion, Jack Ostwick. How are you mate? I'm
2: good mate, how are you?
0: Hi, I'm champion. And as always, Mr. Lane Caffrey. Hello you, Dom, man? how are you? Hi, I'm champion. I'm champion. And for the first time, we've got a guest on the podcast. Our resident American of Sunderland, Mr. Ryan O'Hara. How are you mate?
3: I'm good. How are you? I'm, uh,
0: I'm okay. It's weird to have uh, not someone say Amari to us <laughs> yeah, for I- once. But uh, yeah, you're a, you're a sparky as well. You've just got your your first show, haven't you?
3: Yeah, for sure. Just came out last Sunday, and on always on Saturday Sports, so...
0: There you go. He's a familiar face of Spark, and we're going to be getting right into how he sees our beautiful sport in this episode. Spark! I think the first place we should start is to write a formal apology for our ball knowledge being on the floor last episode with our oh. Newcastle-Liverpool prediction. Oh dear. Um... Where do we start, firstly? Can I just say, if I remember rightly, I was back in
1: Liverpool until Jack persuaded us. I know. I he, w- t- he was fuming at the fact that
0: I thought Liverpool would get something out of that game. I think me and him both said, quote-unquote, Newcastle would wipe the floor <laughs> <laughs> with uh, Liverpool with them. But yeah. See,
2: but I, I, the way i was just saying it was, Liverpool dead and consistent, Newcastle are class at home, Newcastle are a bit of a wave. But Newcastle
1: yeah. by the way Who aren't going to lose A game at home All season at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
2: Literally Just mm-hmm. full of Last episode said that Full of absolute Hooners And us. then uh, yeah, Bob, What was it 20 minutes in they were 2-0 down Then Nick Pope Gets the most <laughs> Comedic red card Of all time <laughs> <laughs> That was brilliant and The fact he's not even Going to play the final Makes it even sweeter
0: um, I'm crazy When I've seen people Like Say I'll oh, put him on loan To play Spartans And stuff So he uh, His band gets played out But he has to be At the club for 30 days even to count. Yeah, I mean, not that they'd send him out with life buttons, anyways. But like, do you know what I mean? There's the funniest thing is I've seen people try to defend it. Firstly, he's basically in Liverpool's half. <laughs> he's nowhere near his goal. He's in a different postcode. Second of all, what what's he doing on the floor? <laughs> what's he doing?
1: I think he's just like he's just panicked,
0: hasn't he? He's massively
2: misjudged the bounce. Mm-hmm. Thought, oh dear, I'm in trouble here. Gone for the header, fell. And then, instead of letting the ball get away from me, he just had to grab it. And
0: I think that's complete the easiest decision that a referee would ever have to make <laughs> this season. It's just... It's comical. It's hilarious, obviously, if if you have read my persuasion. But it's just... I, could you imagine you're on such a high and then in one game just...
1: You have to play Laurie's carries. Laurie's carries? Laurie's
0: carries in <laughs> goal on Sunday. It's just,
2: it's just so comical, the full thing. You've got... Like, um... Obviously, Pope out. They've got to the Brav Cruz, an alright keeper. It's cup tied. Cup tied, and ironically, will get a cup winners' medal if Man United go on to win it, <laughs> which is even funnier. <laughs> <laughs> so they have that, and then up steps Lawrence Who Personally, for me, was never a bad keeper. He just had that one game That's just totally Demolished his career.
0: I'd be very shocked if Gillespie plays. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. Uh, yeah, curious. it will be carrier It will go. be Who he I think he's gonna games. big um, game experience yeah. famously. <laughs> he's gonna
1: have like the game of his life on Sunday. The right? redemption. Wouldn't be shot,
2: would you? Nah. Absolute Absolute remontado game for him, like just and he'll he'll become a cult hero for that one game, he'll never yeah. play for them again.
0: He'll pull out the bat, he'll get free drinks in Newcastle if they uh, if they play well, like. Imagine it goes to a uh out and that's
2: he saves yeah. it. Ah, could like. you <laughs>
0: imagine? League cup finals love a good pen shout out though, don't they? It always goes to pens these days.
2: Uh-huh. Speaking of what uh, Ryan what do you think how do you think the finals are going to play out on Sunday?
3: Uh, it's, it's, Newcastle's got no shot in my no? opinion. Really? No. no. Really? No. I mean they got fortunate Ryan's a lads fan confirmed. <laughs> they got fortunate I think with how Liverpool finished after Pope got sent off because we were, we were covering the game as it was going on because it kicked off during our show on Saturday and we were covering it and I was like, okay, well, he saved a third goal, but based on how it's going, it was like, they're going to get a third, they're going to get a fourth. It didn't matter if he got sent off. And I was like, okay, well, ironically, he kind of did save a goal. They never scored that third goal, but you don't have your first choice. You don't have your second choice keeper. You don't really train in situation, but you have your third choice and your youth keeper playing with the first team and training. So it's, it's probably been a very interesting week leading up to this.
0: Ten Hag masterclass uh, given them to Bravka back, leading them into the false sense that they can sell Caldaro. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's 4D chess, mate. That's it what is it is. 4D chess.
2: <laughs> I definitely see your point with that though. Because a lot of like the way Eddie Howe plays, it, it incorporates the keeper as like almost a, uh, as the 11th man in possession. Yeah, and carriers who might not be used to that, it's going to be difficult for them to incorporate that as a, a player. He's it, going to need a massive, massive confidence boost because it's one of the biggest games that was created. I know he's played a Champions League fan, but coming back. And stepping up for a cup
0: final. Well, his last game for an English club was the Champions League 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 League. final in Kiev. I I said before the Liverpool match and before the whole Pope thing, I think the cup final will be won in that midfield because obviously Gomes is back for it, and so is. um, I think it's going to be between Gomes and Casemiro because Casemiro. I
1: think Casemiro will be able to deal with him.
0: Let's not lie, Casemiro. It's changed Man United. One of. The if not they arguably they sign of the season, but I don't know. Like Gamara, sometimes he just has those games where he can just. I think without oh, brilliant players, without Gamara, Newcastle just aren't the same team. They don't I, click I as well. Like yeah,
2: United are worse off without Casemiro though. than Newcastle are without Bruno. Yeah, like Casemiro is such an integral part of the way United play. Like like covering the back four. Riding challenges, getting the ball forward, progressive passes, stuff like that. It's all set up in that that way. The ten I think, like
1: in terms of the final as well, it doesn't get mentioned enough that he's he's a winner. He's got how many Champions Leagues? Yeah, his experience, Five or six, experience, something man. like that. Like he's a born winner. He knows how to win a final.
0: I just think that's where that's where the game's going to be won in that that personal midfield battle between Gamara's and Casemiro. Whoever wins that, I think, will be the uh, the spearhead into. But there's win. a lot of it as
2: well Tanag said this morning They're unsure On the extent of Marcus Rashford's Potential injury That he could have picked up Last Durenne, night Against Barcelona games, no. It could all be it, That's what it could all be But There is supposedly a scam Happening As we speak uh,
3: He'll play <laughs> Rashford
0: Of course I, thought, I'd, I'd like I hope he does. So. I think I I he,
3: he'll be desperate too.
0: Injecting the bias early I really hope he does stop. The form I mean, is he's on He's
3: injured or what Maybe play a half 30 minutes if it's that bad He'll play though. I, mean, I hope he does. he's on an absolute confidence wave at the moment.
2: I love to see it. Like it's good to see Rashford back. You could see how frustrated he was the last couple of seasons with his poor form. But this is old Rashford, improved yeah. Rashford as well. He is so, so brilliant for Ten United. Ten the best the out of him. I mean, for me, Ten Hag's getting the best out of everyone. Yeah, Ten Hag is that's an Unbelievable true. manager.
0: That's very very true.
2: United seem so difficult to beat at the moment. Difficult to take points off. I would be shocked if they lost the cup final, if I'm being honest with you, of how good they are. I know Newcastle, good team at the minute, you know, a good position in the league, but...
1: I think they've fell off a bit since the World Cup, man. I
2: can't I can't look
1: past a United win,
2: if I'm being honest with you.
0: The thing is, it's just... It's there, there's a lot of emotion for Newcastle coming into this. It's their first trip, the new Wembley that isn't in the league. First cup final since 1995... I think what could happen is they could go ahead, and all that adrenaline and all that like of overwhelmness of the occasion gets to them. It could overwhelm them, and you could you could just say Man United taking advantage of that. Like, could you could you imagine they went up one 0 inside like you're, fifteen minutes? You're
1: describing,
0: by the way, the, the 2014, 2014 yeah, final. That's what I can see it happening. like i I can see someone. Uh, I don't, I couldn't tell you a goal scorer but I could just picture someone scoring for Newcastle 15 minutes Just come and race out the blocks uh-huh, Just absolute carnage Second half, all of that energy's just been drained from that and one And then goal. the quality of yeah. the likes of
1: Casemiro where Yaya Turri in our example Yeah That'll happen
0: if, yeah, I don't know what you
2: mean like If United have 75 minutes to get back into the game you'd think they'd get one and push for a second straight away
0: Like and Especially if it goes extra time I think Man United's got the extra legs Mm-hmm I think but we'll just have to say come Sunday
2: I'm going to personally go with uh, 3-1 Man United and, and I do agree that Newcastle will go ahead and I ju- but I just think with that long to break down the defence which Ten Hag is absolutely genius at stuff like this and um,
0: yeah I think, I think we'll win 3-1 in the end I'm going to go 2-1 Man United in extra time
1: I'm going to go 2-0 Man United in 90 minutes Ooh,
2: Yeah, man. I got it back, the 2-0 oh, I go. mean, let's hope we're right Because this could come <laughs> crashing down on us With uh, Newcastle We've
0: got a very Newcastle-heavy uh, listenership So that'll be <laughs> That
1: won't go down very
0: well No, does. no, no, no. So, quick uh, quick fixtures round up uh, Villa Park last week What a game, firstly uh, Villa 2, Arsenal 4 Jorginho late Screamer headed in By Emi Martinez I mean How's your look? Just Wow uh-uh. I say it as well
2: I feel like If if you're losing a game And you're chasing it Trying to get anything out of the game I don't know why you wouldn't send your keeper up But I did see Unai Emery In his post-match interview so he was uh, It was Emi Martinez's own choice And Unai wouldn't have done it himself hmm. Obviously that did lead to the fourth goal Because Martinelli putting it Into an empty net But I I don't see why You wouldn't want
1: Your keeper going I know You've you've got to take That risk haven't you You're chasing the game
0: You've got to
2: I mean it's rare But you do see Keepers Like having that Extra body in the box Like
1: you're always (laughs) Going to have that Extra man
0: If you don't Chuck everything at it Like
1: Very rarely Does the keeper score But having that Extra body in the box Can make the difference At times times,
0: I know I mean For Quite a bit of the game Arsenal Didn't look in it And then They just took one or two magic moments For them to so just Very turn very style.
2: clutch win for Arsenal Yeah and then see It him. wasn't
0: convincing For a 4-2 It was not convincing uh, at all The
1: scoring didn't reflect the performance Yeah of either team. Absolutely City
2: later lost the C- uh, Drew sorry, Drew. Drew, sorry yes, uh, Chris uh,
0: Wood Last minute <laughs> equaliser Hell of a goal of that by the way I thought it was a really good goal Yeah it was good it was Very good. well worked I mean there's something about The, uh, the so called Premier League underdogs And the big six this season They just Seem to be putting them to the test. I mean, Forest <laughs> beat Liverpool at the City ground. Now they've uh, took points off the reigning champs. That could be pivotal, especially with...
1: City especially, kind of just say, have struggled with these teams? Like, they got mm. beat off Brentford. They've drilled with Nottingham Foresters anymore. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, especially with how we said that Arsenal's win wasn't convincing. Mm. That's That has to be a real kick in the teeth to see that they were that close to dropping points at Villa. Yeah. They
2: see, for me, that's how title winners... Win games. Yeah. That yeah. that is that is that mentality to keep going. And granted, it was no goal off his bonds but it's still just to have that fight to push and keep pushing for the goal. And eventually, it's you do need a bit of luck. You need a little bit of luck in these situations, and they got it. Um, and for me, that's the, the title race is twists and turns every single week. But I can still see Arsenal going that little bit further.
0: No, I can too. Hopefully, the uh, hopefully they keep it up, but. Elsewhere, Chelsea also dropping all three points. Southampton, James Ward, Prowse, free kick. 17th goal from set-paces in the Premies, just one behind David Beckard, uh, Beckham's record. So...
1: In terms of world football, there's a question for from where do you rank him in free kick takers?
2: The best.
3: Yeah, maybe behind the Messi, That's I think it. he's the best.
0: Ryan? Where do, you, where do you rank Ward-Prowse as free kicks?
3: See, I don't watch enough of him to really put a viewpoint on that. That's fair enough. Southampton—it's not a club you really, it's not a club. you really hear about that much from a outside perspective. So, I mean, surely like,
0: surely you saw that one against Wolves last season.
3: I might have. Do you know Is what it, you know in what, my what, memory now?
1: <laughs> what Ward probably said about that free kick—he he was just head his head. His He's head just headed so he just whacked it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> to be able to do that with. If that's your pure aggression, Aye. score on that.
2: For me, he's he's the best free kicker in the world, if not just second best behind is. Messi. But ah, that's not even English guys, I think that is. It's is ridiculous. You see, what Procet's scored a goal? There's good chance it was a free kick. Mm. He's, he's ridiculous at them. The technique is it's the fact that, that one he's just got a spot on hasn't he? against yes. Chelsea. He's gone over the wall and into the bottom corner, not even the top corner. To get that down from that distance, it's just. A ridiculously hard And to you to see it do.
1: Week in week out oh, With professional footballers Hitting the wall Skying it Hitting the wall Skying it He's so consistently Getting it over that wall And down at the bottom corner Top corner It's, it's remarkable
2: What do you want Your thoughts on uh Graham Potter Do you think his job's in
3: jeopardy No
1: no, I, see it I give him time.
3: think I feel like it should be Do you think He should be, be. in scrutiny Well yes. last week We said Because um, I mean When we When we mentioned this On Saturday We Feel like Tuchel's dismissal was so irrational. Yeah. So yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Was not necessary. And then taking off, taking him out of Brighton, which did well with Brighton. And Brighton's still doing well without him. But I just don't feel like he's found the right team with Chelsea. I feel yeah. like he's given, been given too much time to try to find that right team where now they're sitting, I think, below Liverpool right now on the table. They're sitting ninth. I think you're not even in Europe, and this is a club that should be in Europe every year.
0: Hmm.
1: Chelsea I don't think like yeah, it wasn't the right job Chelsea get a manager and expect because it's happened they'll get a manager they win something the, it's not the right culture for Potter because like at Brighton it took a few years for them to start getting good and then obviously this year they start getting really good and then Chelsea took them took them off them but I just feel like yeah, he needs that time, and Chelsea's not the club to give him that yeah. time. Chelsea are
2: a demanding club; they yeah. want trophies after tro- they're, they're pure trophy. They're purely trophy a little bit like Madrid in that sense. Yeah. Like they're just winners; like they're, they're made place to be is just winners. Not. Yeah, and they're not; a, they don't strike me as a project club. No, no they want to bring no, yeah. someone who's going to no. win trophies.
1: Well, you say that in the science they've made; they're not like investing in the youth. They're getting superstars from all over the place. Mm-hmm. They, they want everything now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're definitely. not going to get that with Potter, I don't think.
2: Uh, I, th- I think any like rational owner would give him time because he's shown at every club he needs a bit of time, and he will make you good. Maybe the Chelsea job's too big for him right now. Maybe he's not quite out for it and for Europe, but for me, he's proven he's a good enough manager. He's elite, elite coach as well to give him that time and trust him. And if after a year or a year or two it still hasn't got anywhere, that's where you start asking questions. Maybe he isn't cut out for it. But I think Chelsea just need to be patient.
0: Well, that's like the thing we were going on about last week about when we were talking about the about Klopp and his position. It's some owners are a lot more cutthroat. Yeah, in in today's in today's climate as well. Like it feels like you can do so much for a club and you still only have paper thin respect. That your job could be gone like that The yeah. fact that is still in a job Shows that They clearly have some sort of trust in him Like For all we know He could be gone In the next few hours But like I don't know I mean they,
2: they you said it right there About the uh, The papers in respect They can be gone like that And a perfect example of that is Chelsea Tootle yeah. came in and won a Champions League In six months For a club who weren't even looking like They were going to get top four He won them the Champions League And then A little
3: like few losses a lost of animals I grab he's gone I, I agree with you Ryan new ownership too so it wasn't even like they gave him the chance they yeah, came in the guy who wants the Dodgers came in and was like oh we lost against him we should have lost it leave it was very very rational I think it was a
2: shocking decision at the time they might regret that now yeah we're looking at how it's going but I suppose the only time will tell really I personally would stick with them but I, I can see Chelsea fans' uh, queries. I
0: could, I can see him. I can see him getting f- the faith that I think he needs. I think it could be. I just don't see them sacking him at, at like the last minute. I think they'll give him enough faith, and if they give him a few more weeks, I just don't see them bringing someone in that late in into the season, especially if that, if potentially they're out of Europe. They haven't got that much
3: leverage t- to bring yeah. someone in. Because, I mean, there's a big... There's some big names in the market right now, yeah, but yeah. I don't know who's going to want to take up this position with, what, like 14 yeah, well, matches left. It's hard it. to come back and fight. Are they still in the cup?
0: They're still in the cup, aren't they? No,
2: they got knocked out of City. Oh, they? well,
0: then there you go. Because they're not in the cup. They could potentially be out of Europe next week. If they, if they sack them, realistic, there's nothing to play for. So who would... Why would you go into a walk into yes a big a big job but a ambitionless job at that point of time? Yeah, surely if they're gonna get rid of him, they'll just have to they'll just have to play it until the end of the season, bring someone new in, complete new uh, ethos, complete new aura. You could say that's that's the word going around Chelsea fans. It's right crazy now. to it's say aura. this at the
2: moment, like, but it feels like Chelsea's ambitions right now are just getting Europe, yeah. like just at least getting Europe, which is crazy. Top four looks out the window, like they just need to at least push for sixth.
0: It could uh, it could go down to the last minute. Speaking of last minute, almost five hundred days without conceding or oh, without getting awarded a penalty. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> with almost the last kick of the game, enter Bristol City, enter Sunland. And I'm gonna have to hold me up because I've been a uh, leader of the Tre fan club this season. He's, he hasn't covered himself in glory. I honestly it's think you just slipped him. I great. think it was harsh. It, it's harsh, but also it's you can like s- I can know what, four there's four a
1: big years. difference, but like you do that on like a Sunday morning and you go down, you are not getting that penalty. Hmm. Hmm. It's just it was just so soft and it's just like I just feel like. He, um, he sort of just bullied his
2: way past, and he—if you, if you haven't seen it, I've just have a look at the penalty decision. He got round him, beating him for pace, and then Hume just sort of slipped and panicked and fell and just grabbed him. It was just a bit—it was quite clumsy. Really he just
1: lost his head in that moment, has not he? He's just like,
2: yeah. But the the story is just brilliant. What is it 469 days? I believe so. Four 469 days of will getting a penalty, which is absolutely. Well, even the wild, admin by was by the shocked. Way. Yeah, just <laughs> like Bristol <laughs> City's album was going off. What's going on? <laughs> um, I just thought it was comical. Know, it, was just, it was just the most sudden thing ever Aye. to give them it in an the 93rd minute as well to get an equaliser. <laughs> uh, but we all
1: knew this week, like with the QPR game and then the Bristol game, we were going to break someone's record. Why they're going to stop QPR's run of uh, defeats, either break Bristol City's run of um, wins? No, awesome. not being undefeated. Yeah. And then the so we're concentrating on these two and then we will do this one
0: we give away the funny one you
1: die obviously
0: it is, it is hilarious uh, elsewhere on the continent uh, in the European games Man City drew a Leipzig Monaco 5 Leverkusen 5 on aggregate it took a 5-3 win on penalties for the German side to progress to the normal rounds Man United progressed also to the knockout of the Europa League after beating Barcelona in the playoffs, courtesy of Anthony. Can
2: we just Torres. talk about that? them two legs, by the way? What a tie.
1: A uh, tie of the round,
2: I suppose. Uh, the fact that it is a playoff in the Europa League is Champions crazy. League
0: final twice in three years, mm-hmm. that was. And now it's a Europa League playoff game.
2: But still, the quality on display was mesmerising. Like, Watching the first leg, obviously Barcelona controlled the game a lot more, being at home, dominated the early stages. Um, did get the goal, they're one nil, but then, all hail Marcus Rashford, who turned it on in the second half mm. of that uh, first leg.
0: What resurgence from him! Scored
2: me, himself and created mm. an own goal. Just again, it's just again the brilliance of Marcus Rashford right now.
0: United are looking exciting again for the first time in a while yeah
2: they're actually enjoyable to watch it's quite it's quite fun
0: like they've shown they've shown little blips of us here and there in the last few years but now they kind of look like they are stable on to be successful again i think when you look at the stats of since ten Hag um really found his feet i think if arsenal city went so high i think man united could be in serious contention for a title yeah. Like. I mean they're only three points behind City oh, no, exactly. I was say that They that haven't far, exactly though. been an uh, unconvincing <laughs> side
1: I think in terms of the uh, Ten Hag era The we're ahead of schedule
0: Yeah, yeah I did not probably. expect this Possibly, No no eh? I didn't either It's just no. I don't
2: he's, know he's, just a out, he's an elite coach Brilliant manager um, I think they're going to go and win Lots and lots of trophies under him It could be a long, long era for Eric Ten Hag It could in Liverpool, did they will catch that game? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was, oh, was, really was Fun to watch. <laughs> I, th- I think it's, it's Real Madrid. I just, what a club! What a club! Go on, go on. Have you turned the lead at Anfield? Go on. Give your head start. <laughs> Carlo raises eyebrow. Bang! Five goals. They're just, they're just thugs. They're just brilliant <laughs> they're just, they just, they've got this aura. This is, they, they've got <laughs> yeah. this aura. Madrid, you've got to just be an elite mentality. Big game
0: player I mean mind you There was 100. some Goalkeeping honours on display from, oh, both, God, from both From both Courtois and Alisson I mean Watching that I watched them both Back this morning Courtois was worse What oh. like,
2: are, are you doing Taking it down With your knee there And like Oh just horrible That's like,
0: how to panic In the box Not running out And catching yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah. Compared to it was there. Uh,
2: <laughs> Champions League, league performance <laughs> last <laughs> season in the final. Hello. man, man of, a of the match. Yeah, it was a it was a ridiculous game. Vinicius Junior is just a pleasure. I just see as
1: well two of the arguably best keepers in the world, they're and they're doing. That. I'd say they're probably you know what I mean? two, and what they're mean? doing that.
2: This <laughs> is quite quite funny, but a uh, good uh, good bit of comedy in the game. If but you
0: turn that round, no chance.
2: No chance for me. Real did own the Champions League,
1: and it's and they've got the second leg at the Bernabeu. at the Bernabeu. I think it's over for Liverpool me.
2: Where have we had that before? I mean, it wouldn't shock me. Like you've seen it a lot last year with
1: a. Uh, it would shock me the way they're playing.
2: Real-, Real Madrid beat like Chelsea three one at the Bridge last year in the quarter final, and Chelsea ended up going three and up the Bernabeu. They didn't win in the end, but. You never know, but I just can't see it with well, Liverpool. The, the injury ring, the midfield isn't good enough. It's going to get totally overrun. I think I'll be comfortable for him as going through the next round.
0: Well, there you go. Could be a, could be a magic night, and Madrid light, potentially. We'll see. We'll see.
3: Where Sunderland lives.
0: Right, it's finally time to put you under the hot seat, Ryan. What the hot seat? The hot seat. Football in the USA, obviously very different. To our beautiful game here in England. Soccer, yes. <laughs> it's called it's soccer. It's called soccer, apparently. <laughs> yeah. I know, I think I already know the answer to this, but grow, growing up in the USA, like, you see a lot of people say that it is big, it isn't big. I, I, we need answers. Is Oh, he's turned his cap back. <laughs> yeah, he, he's, I, he's
1: been full chat. I've been <laughs> like 10. <years>. <laughs> 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 but i in <did> the mic. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I can like that look. It's dope. Uh, Don't want from, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Take him back on the plane, you know? I
3: deserve this. This is how I get everybody away from me. They're like, oh, yeah, he's American. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, growing up in the States, like, how big is football really? Because it's got, like, four other sports. I think it's growing.
3: It, it's growing a lot more. When you look back at before we hosted the 94 world cup i believe it was it wasn't that big but when you bring in a lot of players when a lot of big names come in like there's a stint where pele played in the mls like when you bring in a lot of big players especially after such a big tournament where everybody comes and they're like oh this is actually an interesting sport it grows a lot more so you've seen a lot more viewership over the years even compared to like 10 years ago it's grown a lot it's still nothing like your other four major sports in the u.s but it's still a very rapidly growing sport right. which is where nice. you're
1: from what's like the main sport like you're part of them.
3: um where are you from by the way so where I grew up the biggest which is where sport I'll get there <laughs> <laughs> the biggest sport I think that ha- had the best title odds year in and year out may have been the NFL cuz i didn't grow up that far from new york i was like maybe like 20 minute 20 miles from new york city but traffic turns into an hour <laughs> so i lived in like central jersey and probably the nfl cuz the new york giants would always have the best chances of winning titles the devils are good but they haven't won a title in almost like 20 years now the yankees are always great but they didn't even make a world series for the first time in a decade in the 2010s which is atrocious and then um, the Nets haven't won any big NBA title. They won an ABA title before they merged the leagues, but they haven't won an NBA title yet. So probably the NFL, just because of how tense the rivalries tend to be. Because I'm not also that far from Philly, where I first grew up. So you had a lot of big mix and NFC East teams don't get along that well. So, hmm.
1: so in terms of like like a high school like American football match, can you compare that? to like a high school like football match like what is the difference
3: in terms of how many people are there the quality a lot I'd say a lot more for our football I think everybody was like we're a football school we're a football school Friday night football games and if you're a good team cool but if you're not it's kind of like why did I show up (laughs) it's like oh and then half the time it's like if they don't have a field they have to pay somebody to use their field so like my high school didn't have one so we had to pay the local university to use their field and half the time you just had like junior high kids going around the track maybe some high school kids that they weren't in student section walking around the track they only were watching the game half the time so, like eh, i'm out on a friday night with my friends hmm. but then when you look over our soccer matches unless the team was good and then f- far enough in like states it was a very like parents parents and recent friends that was it but then you go to states and it's like, "Oh, the, here's your school bringing two buses load of students down to Hershey because that's where our states were held finals. so other than that, though it's you know, we' just parents and friends.
0: That's a another thing, especially it's kind of way to say that their educ like their educational level spot is so massive. yeah like the it's money the money it brings in as well. like I've seen even just like university campus, they have like Both Premier League. Level training facility for kids. That, that's it's why you insane. see a lot of them. A lot of
2: people from here get football scholarships in America. It's, it's a like dream. It's, it's, the, it's their dream because like you can go and play in America. You could, you could obviously come back over and eventually make it into a big player. You, you see a lot of people going to academies here, but some of the
0: facilities over there. It's I a mean. joke. When you think about college football and high school football in England. It's so far down on, well, even just the pyramid full stop. Never exactly, mind. Yeah, I can say from, the, my, the from my
1: perspective, obviously, I play for the uni. It doesn't go anywhere. It's never going to go anywhere. It's just a uni football team. It's just like a school team. Maybe different with a school team, because school team, you can get like Southern boys, England boys. But like mm-hmm. with the uni team, you've got like the Northern team and then the Southern it's team. It's like counties, isn't It's, it? it's like it's not, it's not, it's not going to take anywhere. But obviously it's different, which I like the fact that I can take you somewhere mm-hmm. in America,
0: but like that's their Sunday league. It's a joke and there's so much money in it. It's weird to say that for a country that isn't deemed as like a very big footballing country, like it seems to be like the hot spot to try and mm-hmm. worm your way into it. It's I don't know, it's a weird thing, especially going back onto the whole, they've got four other sports to continue. Like in England, realistically there's football Which is like On such a high level mm. And then you've got like Rugby You've got rugby and cricket, cricket And then you've got like bas- Basketball's on the rise in Can I just nice see. I'd
1: put I know it's not a team sport But boxing I'd put like It's obviously not highest Of standard as football But I'd put boxing in between Especially up here Boxing in between Football and like rugby like I'd I'd put that mm. second It's loved up here, boxing it, yeah. definitely.
2: No yeah. Even like ones like darts and stuff. Yeah, like that's massive with the culture With obviously you got the, the fans drinking all this, It's mm. massive with the culture of uh So
3: what what so your four sports you're talking about? It's like four main sports. Football, baseball, hockey, basketball. So Those are our four main sports.
1: So they're the four like as
2: a kid you you guarantee someone's probably gonna wanna play them.
3: Yeah, I mean a lot of people play. Multiple sports, yeah. so
1: see that is also weird to me, the fact that people can be like so interested in more than one sport. That just shows you what yeah. football is like round here. That yeah, either interested in football, like most people are, mm-hmm. or it's either all rugby, or cricket, and you get the very you get a few people who are like I like football, I like and I like rugby, but you're like it's like either one or the other round here, isn't it?
0: Well, I think it's just kind of really because. When a, a good case study of this is Wales, like Wales for years, massive rugby. It was mm-hmm. like the minute you step over the border, no one cares about football. Yes, it's on the rise now because of the, the two Euros they've been in, the World Cup. Mm-hmm. But it just it kind of depends what kind of community because in stereotypically, like university, it's supposed to be massive within communities rugby. But I think it's fair to say football is the country's main sport by like country mile. Like, and it's even a way to Because we've been successful In t- in uh, sports like rugby And cricket, and as cricket. Well, World well we're course. currently uh, England's currently World Cup champions In both T20 and Test But because football's so bigger You don't hear about it as much You have to kind of be You in hear the about circle. it on the day And then yeah. it's like You have to kind of be In the cir- yeah. in the cricket Or the rugby circle Or whatever sport So um, I don't know I, I feel like Keeping hold of like Four teams from four different sports. I think that would just... Sunland already takes up like half the world <laughs> anyway. So like, to add three other teams in completely different sports into the mix, I'd feel exhausted. I just, I don't know. But I suppose you're very proud of your sports and your athletes over there. I know, it's just one of those things where... I think you are just a very There's proud, a lot. There's a, a lot of
3: top-level athletes across all sports. I think that's what it is at you're the also end of the day
0: very patriotic like yeah you, you love to just
3: yeah you, you you can turn on the game don't watch tennis you turn the test and you're like oh there's an American playing don't know who who they are but what I hope they that? win I hope they win like that's my grandma she loves tennis her favorite tennis player is Nadal loves seeing Nadal win right if Nadal's not on we're watching one of the major opens oh is an American playing we're like no Oma no there isn't she's like oh okay up there she's like I hope the American wins and I'm like okay, she's a massive
0: man. Leeds fan now apparently I like that <laughs> no it's I, I get that and you know if we had the athletes to be to boast about I think we would also do the same another thing I want to say is we're talking on like the growth of it like when it comes to the World Cup it seems that like the national teams obviously huge when it comes to the World Cup I saw a lot yeah. of Stuff um, from South Africa and Brazil. Just the fan zones in America were just massive. Like they're insane. Sometimes (laughs) for a sport they hardly care about. (laughs) When the when the stars and stripes come out, it's it's man. I think their version of their flag is our version of a stone island badge. (laughs) Like you just you've got to get it in there. Get the flag in. Get the flag in. Get get the stars in.
2: (laughs) 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 I tell you what, though, obviously. You've previously hosted the World Cup in 94 as you it's mentioned. Come back, Mexico <laughs> have hosted it twice themselves, and three yeah. World Cup finals I think have been hosted um, in Mexico. But this upcoming one, 2026 World Cup across North America, is going to be absolutely massive. Yeah, because uh, you've got exciting score something, something like 80% of the teams wow. are actually in the states, aren't they, There's a couple
3: dotted in, in uh, Canada and Mexico, but the. The majority yeah, I of think them. two venues in Canada, three in Mexico. I think they're around a good... I think there might be over 100 games that get played where I think it's about, like, 15, 16 in Canada and Mexico and then a good, like, 80-something in the US. I yeah.
1: hope uh, in this it World Cup is commercialized like, as the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the advert, I, I hope,
0: it's Just all the like be that. Just be-all and end-all. Yeah.
2: Because now in the in the modern day, with yeah. so much more interest, this is, this is like a huge point. Like you've got a few years to build up. Like the MLS yeah. will get bigger. You know, there'll be more Americans. You've got a lot of Americans coming over playing now, especially at Leeds, um, yeah. in particular. But it's also worth mentioning on this World Cup, new format, more teams. You're gonna have so you're gonna have obviously Canada, Mexico, the states all qualifying. And on yes. top of that, forty five nations are gonna be entering North America at a one time. That yep. is massive for the country There could be so many people who've never been to the States before You're see the States invest all this money The money that's going to be generated from that You could see MLS has being one of the top leagues in the next decade or so
0: I don't think that's a bold shout at all I, I'm with you on that I mean,
2: that. they've got the stadium. Well look,
0: look at yeah. for Look at what it did the, the last time the World Cup came to town It just
3: It blew up the league
0: It just pumped so much Well they built the league for promotion for the World mm. Cup
3: Yeah, definitely
0: like, they just completely revamped it. And if they do that again, just the influx of...
1: Can I just say it? like, it's obviously going to get bigger. But, like, I feel like teams that aren't in Europe get disrespected a bit. Because, yeah. like, the MLS could turn it into a class league, but it'll, ne- it'll never be the sick. same as, like, the Premier League or, like, even, like, the Bundesliga. Yeah, purely because like, it's not in Europe. Just because it's not in Europe. Obviously, you just can't do anything about that. The only time you get a player... European clubs, clubs, club, is club, the world cup. Club club. Club, yeah. you've
0: got to win the Concacaf Champions League. Yeah, for that.
3: Which, yeah.
1: no one really cares about, really.
2: It's not, but not a desired competition. Exactly. Like,
1: I, I could, like, it, Obviously, Sun has never been in it, but like, I could just be sat there on my phone and, and oh, it's on, and then just yeah. never think about it again. It, it's in almost like a, it's, it's almost like a glorified friendly to me. In yeah. Fe- yeah, in
2: Inverness. I think that is again. You're thinking like. As a European, because exactly yeah, the, the teams that come from South America to play in it, Asia, Africa, to play in it. Because obviously you get one team from every continent. They're so much more passionate about that. Yeah, that yeah. it's massive for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and even like the, the our clubs are playing it. Like when I remember when Liverpool won it a couple of years ago, and it was like, yeah, but it did compare to, like their Champions League win. But as a, a continent, so if oh, like a South American sure team. Like River Plate went, won that. Or Flamengo. I remember they played in it. That's like bigger than the Champions League. Like mm-hmm. they have champions of the world.
0: Yeah, I think it's purely because the Champions League has this such heavy weight on its shoulders that it overshadows the thing which is supposed to be better than it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, I think I agree with I agree with, uh, with Carrie that it'll. They just won't get the credit it deserves, regardless. Yeah. It could. It could statistically be the best league in the world. it will never be called that because of. No. It's in America.
3: Where Sunderland
0: lives. The first thing I want to talk about there, the MLS did, either depending on how you look at this, one of the best things or the worst things ever. You gave the Northeast Miguel Almirón. What were you thinking?
3: <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I, I I personally don't like him. Well, oh, don't worry what because so you sat,
0: sat among three Sunderland fans. <laughs>
3: He was. uh, I think one of the big things, right? (laughs) So, one of the things that has happened in, I'd say, the past seven years, we'll say, just about, because Atlanta came in about five, six years ago. It's
0: 2017, wasn't
3: it? Somewhere about that. They still have never beaten the Red Bulls at home, which I find hysterical. So, they claim they're so (laughs) good, have only beaten the Red Bulls like in two games over seven seasons. I absolutely love it. Never beaten us at Red Bull Arena. But since then, expansion teams have come in, and they brought in a lot of support. Because some communities, they don't have to be like, oh, I have to support my closest team that's 200 miles away. They're like, oh, look, they're 20 minutes down the road. So Atlanta got the huge Atlanta support where they're like, I don't have to go to Florida. I don't have to go anywhere else to support a team. They're right here. So, like, when Charlotte came in, Charlotte had a huge base because then teams didn't have to go look for somewhere else to support. And so Atlanta had such a huge, like, viewership and support where they played, where the Atlanta Falcons played. Sold out that a lot during the year. And just, like, the way they played sometimes and were over-hyped, I was like, oh, okay, let's just settle down. Didn't really do that much the first two years. Maybe made the playoffs one of their two years. And then the year they made the playoffs, won the MLS Cup should not have won the mls cup i'll say that now um they the oh, it's, it still irks me all the time but their conference final against the red bulls they they ended up beating us at home 3-0 which should not have happened we should have been up 1-0 after a good like 15-20 minutes but they called offsides impeding on alex mwil when he was in the way of brad guzan which no, they go in three. No, they lose. They lose at Red Bull Arena because of course they do.
0: Sorry to cut you off, but what a name, Brad goes on <laughs> blast from the past. That
3: and so they come back. They don't do anything. They park the bus ninety minutes. Park the bus. They don't want it. We still score a goal. It's a late goal, and then that ended up causing them also be like, okay, we need to re- we need to change our system. And that's when they implemented the one and done. There's no two legs. It's Whoever wins the game goes on. That's what they did, and I never liked Miguel Marron the way he played. It was just like, stop, just like go, go home, stop. Never liked him. Never liked Atlanta. Uh, uh, no. I'm I'm glad he left. It's the it, most frustrating thing when someone parks the bus against you. But when ninety you're, minutes,
1: when you're the team, when you're time wasting after oh, yeah, well, your time wasting like, after five only, minutes, why aren't you being booked at
3: ten? <laughs> If you're time wasting after five minutes, refs gonna be like, "All right, keep this I'm gonna start booking you." I don't think there was one yellow card that game for time that wasting.
1: Fury infuriating. Like red right in the other week, it took how long to get a booking for time wasting? Well, too long. It should have been done in the first five minutes because it does me head in. But when you're the team tight, like when we went down to Portsmouth, and we're just like I... you just like r- like trying to run the clock down as much as you can, and then you get that win, you don't care how you played, you got the win. In, in
0: fact, it,
3: it I think that was the most disgraceful football I watched when I had to park the bus for ninety. You minutes. feel
0: great that you've played such horrible football. You've made all those home fans
3: watch that absolute <laughs> dross. Oh, you I'm feel so proud oh, about I'm so glad Tata Mourinho has been atrocious with the Mexican national team. I also hate that man as well. With so the passion,
2: sounds like so was a th- few agendas. So was that basically from that, that? uh was it the MLS Cup?
3: Did you say it was the conference final? Right. So, so was that when from that that the was. East-
1: s- and the the so how does it work the MLS cup
3: so well, pretty pretty i mean most all american sports are split up into their own conferences and then not the mls but other sports have divisions but we don't have to get into that right now so pretty much in your conference you'll play a format of like trying to get the best team out of the conference and then your final will be the eastern conference and western conference or in other leagues afc nfc al NL any form of your two conference winners will then play each other in the final the MLS Cup the Super Bowl the World Series Stanley Cup Final any aspect of that so that's pretty much how the American sports work there right. post season that's right. just purely for the
2: absolutely huge geography of America because yeah. they make them travel across well, in the
3: one league yes well, and no yes and cells. no
0: <laughs> that's how big it is
3: yes and no the MLS it's cut better but you look at other leagues like San Francisco 49ers and the New York Giants are both NFC. One's in San Francisco and California. The other is in East Rutherford, New Jersey, right outside of New York City. All right. Mm. So, yes and no. <laughs> All right. I get that. No, uh, is it it, it isn't.
2: Like, so, is that they totally changed the two-leg thing after that? Yeah. Essentially. The
3: next season, they were like, yeah, no, it's you play one game. Winner that game goes on. And I don't blame them. After looking at what they did in a in a conference final, it was disgraceful. And it was all Miggy's
1: fault.
0: There's just so much things about the MLS and how they run it. It just blows my mind. The stuff they used to do, they don't do anymore, which is... You just have to sit back and laugh, for instance, like...
2: Educate me, Dom. I'm a bit... Uh, well, oh, i think too clued up on the MLS, I'm looking like...
0: Well, i I imagine you know about their old penalty format. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly Which feel like th- that should be brought back. <laughs> it's actually... It's Ryan, very... It's
3: very inter- shut up. <laughs> no, 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 If you watch them, they're actually very entertaining to watch. They are very yeah, friendly. I imagine
1: they are from a neutral sp- perspective. Yeah, so... and but imagine you lost. And, okay, no! Like,
3: but I th- I think it'd be very interesting to br- like replace that again from penalty shootouts. Because I feel like part of the... Th- don't get me wrong. Penalty shootouts are a lot quicker to deal with than this. A lot more agonizing but, as well. But I feel like a lot of it. Sometimes there is always that luck element with penalty shootouts. Sometimes that brings it, make it a bit more. Show your skill, bring it back. Why not?
0: That that has to be the most American thing. Ever. <laughs> 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 like I was I was just about to say it, the MLS was in its it was in a very very young infancy. Uh, yeah, it wasn't the beginning. I of was going to let you off, and then you said bring it back. I was like. <laughs> It'd right. be very,
3: it'd be very entertaining. Sit, <laughs> <laughs> say, say here. Cup, cup, final. Oh, we gotta go to Pence. No, no, no. One, we, gotta over. Do, <laughs> we gotta do the MLS style. That it'd be very interesting. No, Don't know no. if it works. Bring it. Put it in like some league, some cup in Europe. Not, not one of the big challenge. ones. <laughs> not one of the big ones. And just see, how, see how it goes. That's, that's what they should just do. Just trial it, I suppose. Yeah, yeah tri- trial it. See well, see how it's taken
0: a the Papa why, it. It. why not? <laughs> oh my. Yeah, why Can not? imagine that? Um, no, there was also um, apparently a countdown mm. clock. So the clock used to stop on dead balls. So when the ball went out, the, cl- the clock... Like would, rugby. The timer of the game would stop, not on the ref's whistle. So it doesn't matter what happens. If you throw on goal, no extra time. It just stops. So when that clock hits zero, the ref the ref blows the whistle. He has to blow the whistle, no matter what. It doesn't matter if the ball's rolling towards. Mm.
2: That's a little bit like rugby in the sense that, like, obviously when the ball goes out, stop. What the clock stops. Yeah. And then once you get past eighty minutes, and it goes into red. It's the next time the ball goes out, game yeah. over. Yeah. No, but at least that's giving I it, know, like yeah. giving it a bit of a time. Natural
3: ending. Yeah, but and then I do like. like there are also conditions I think with yeah, rugby. If be, it goes out in a certain size. way, it doesn't count yeah. or something. But it's.
1: I think that's bad. Like, obviously, the way
0: we have it, a minimum of three minutes at a time. Minimum was not made good, yeah. Yeah. Like, that yeah. uncertainty of when it's actually going to go. Yeah. And, like, obviously being I'll, able to play on.
2: It allows for more stoppages, yeah. Like, you can't just stop a game at any random point. No, like it's no, just...
0: No. you glad they didn't keep that. Um, one thing I found interesting was the, the international player limit in America that's... There's, I don't know if this was right as of 2018, so it might be different now, but a hun- there's a 184 international player slots to be shared across what would now be 29 teams. It was 24 at the time. That's to allow homegrown players a chance.
3: I like that. I do like that. But you, you see a lot of homegrown players. Like, sure, yeah. if you look at it from a, like a very broad perspective and a very first glance, like, okay I guess but then you look at some players and they actually do stuff out of it like yeah. Tyler Adams and Brendan Harrison came out as homegrown players and now they're, Tyler Adams I would say is arguably the best player on the U.S. men's national team. Brendan Harrison's a pretty good striker as well. Maybe not the best right now but he's come out of a homegrown path with the union. Tyler came out of homegrown with the Red Bulls and he's again arguably the best player on the team. The MLS has for years had this reputation
0: of being quote-unquote old people, sort of like a retirement league. Like you've got these big name stars, the likes of, I know Beckham's contract was very different because there were so many implications which has turned out to help the MLS. But you've got people like Ibrahimovic, Gerard, Lampard, Ashley <coughs> Cole, Robbie Kane, all
3: come to... Thomas
1: Costa's there now, I'll just uh, Is he? I just say. He's
3: been there for like a year uh, or two. Go. He's been there a little bit. Even t- uh,
0: people who've played in the... Like, Carlos Vela, Like, he's had his career just restart after that uh, weird little stint with Arsenal. They've got loads of different players. They go to the MLS to to wind down the crazy And then there's people... Like, when they start the cruise, they want to get out.
3: It's, I feel like it's... And I think, if I remember correctly, it might have been Hinguain who said this, where I think some of the players who are like okay this is a league where I can just like settle down a bit I don't think they give enough credit to it because like they get there like oh wait like I actually still have to play like it's a lot it's a lot I think one of the things that I enjoy about the way our country does and has to play is it's a very gritty very physical game I think it's a lot more physical than in Europe Mm because then you look at that as CONCACAF versus UEFA UEFA's not... Sure, you have to be physical in your own aspect, but you don't get that gritty, tense rivalries. Like, you look back and have, like, Costa Rica playing Panama where someone could be diving in, studs first into your knee, full intention trying to break your leg and Here's the yellow card. Go on with your day. Have you watched an old film, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> like, just what it looks like now. The grit and the amount that just gets allowed to play in CONCACAF is so... There's so much more leeway than there is with how UEFA officiates their games.
2: So you're saying like it's sort of like you can't just... It's not the type of league you can just go to for one last paycheck. Like you do have to actually want to be there and get stuck in.
3: In a way, like if there's someone who's just top talent doesn't matter what they do day in, day out no matter where they are even if they're the worst performance of their life still do well. Like if Messi wanted to go over... Messi might sit and be like, "Oh, wow, this day was really easy," but then might turn around another game and be like, "Oh, this match was actually maybe a bit more challenging than I thought it would be." The league should get a little bit more. Do you think
1: players then, play up to it as well? Like they'll "I think they need to introduce for the likes a regulation
3: of like, and p- promotion with the um, USL." I think for that's the, likes the of like, second um, tier.
1: I'm trying to think of one like Gerard. Do you think? Americans who have been like drafted in the MLS do you think the of like oh my god I'm playing, I'm playing Stephen Gerrard here wait there Stephen Gerrard thinks he can just retire here do you think people play up in, in that sense like they're like I'm not going to let you have an easy ride
3: yeah no because I mean everybody is trying to get into trying to not necessarily maybe get out of the league but they always want to try to do the best they can they don't care who they play
1: that's what, that's what I'm saying
3: yeah so like when you look at lafc now they're don't know where they get all this money from to bring in all these players you look at the starting 11 and half of them played with some big club at some point in their career and then you look at that and i feel like it drives a lot more the younger players now and be like okay well you know what i may be able to play the age card on you and i still have all of this like i'm young enough where i'm able to i'm able to outrun you now i'm able to do all of this so I think it drives a lot more the young players. Like, you know what? Maybe I'm a lot better than I might have thought I was performing well against some mm-hmm. of these players. I was going
0: to ask the like, a contrasting question to Caffreys of do you think these big names can sometimes like start not start treatment, but do you think because you look in the major sometimes of the MLS, like when Rooney first came with DC, like his first game he played an absolute blinder and for a few games he felt untouchable. Uh, the same with Abra, his debut in the La
3: Derby. I think the one thing that helped him is he he might have felt like he was falling off, mm. and then he did well, and then in a handful of years he was back with AC Milan playing again. Yeah. So in a way, it kind of like helped him be real, maybe realize like you know what I'm He's still not ready to retire. That, and he was like, you know, what, maybe I still have it, and he does well some weeks with Milan. Mm-hmm. So
0: well, I also sticking on uh, La. Actually, I just find this. a Mental if this happened in England the MLS starts uh, When this goes out today, and then the kicks off properly Sunday LA the bo- the two LA teams play each other for opening game of the season of traffic It's it's on, it's at Rose Bowl as well. So it's this it's a one-off Game at the Rose Bowl Stadium, which is a huge huge stadium. It's classed as a national landmark I think and could you imagine first first game of the season is your derby, like an intercity Crazy. derby as well. Like I know, it, like say what you want about like MLS teams and the the rivalries and whatnot. Just the fact that that's happening. Could yeah. you imagine Son and Newcastle playing each other first game, game of the season? Like it's interesting. I feel like obviously stuff like that is
2: what's going to draw your viewers in. Like a big yeah. event like that to start mm-hmm. of the season, you will be like, whoa. This could be good. Like, it's, it, you need a good advert for the league early on, and that could be it.
1: Ryan, um, you said your team is the New York Red Bulls, yeah? Correct. Who is your like? Is your main rival New York City FC?
3: I think at the moment, yeah, probably with the Hudson River Derby. But I know C- we have really strong rivalry connections with the Union. Sometimes DC. And so, but at the moment, it's probably so is the Hudson River Derby.
1: Describe like a typical Derby day for you as a fan.
3: A lot of hatred the <laughs> other team. I mean, I think the one thing that I th- I feel like that Mr. Spader won the Red Bulls host, just because you don't see a lot with NYCFC, partially because they're also at still at Yankee Stadium, which they said they're gonna have a stadium like four years ago don't know what's going on with that but like you see a lot more of like the passion with like some of the tailgating that happens beforehand just the passion you see and it's such filled with hatred where it's it is something where, like you're never going to catch me dead with the other team's jersey on and it's just the tifos are great during rivalry fixtures like, well, do you get like
1: fights outside the
3: stadium or anything like that No. not not that much. It's, you don't get it, There's enough, you, didn't like, have, you don't hate him because... There's enough, like, full of decency, children? I guess you could say, where they're not going to go off and
0: try is to Has anyone a in fight. America ever punched a horse after a <laughs> New York derby?
3: <laughs> no. Because So it's I, just the idiots I, up the road, is it? I, <laughs> first game, I went to, and I saw the horses outside. I genuinely laughed a bit because I was like, wait, like, these things still exist? Y- you didn't have the, the... police horses are, like, still thing? <laughs> Like, I, I genuinely laughed at it. Cause you I didn't was have like the, like, the, the instinct
0: to go and, like... No. Yeah. All right, so... No. Maybe it's just a North East thing. It, no, it's, it's not a it's North East. It's
1: a Tyneside, Newcastle thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of get over that. How <laughs> thick?
3: Very.
2: This just has opened my eyes a bit, like, talking about this sort of stuff, like, seeing the MLS is clear development I, I personally didn't think the rivalry. I quite like the MLS I think it has uh,
0: it's its own very unique charm mm. to I do not think the
2: rivalries are as <laughs> big as you're saying they are if it oh no take it no, no they, they are sometimes what, what's the biggest derby what is like the fiercest
0: rivalry in like for
1: example game? the Old Firm in Scotland like what is your Old Firm uh,
3: in what is your Bocco River Plate? <laughs> I I feel like because some of them get very very broad with like oh they're a rivalry like we have a whole hunt like i don't i don't there isn't really any fixture that i can like match week here that i know of where they they intend to play have the week be full of rivalry games like we have a heineken rivalry week where you see all the derbies play out and i feel like i mean i'm gonna be biased to the hudson river derby Just because both teams, since New York City FC is coming to the league, have always been towards the top of the conference. I mean, knock on wood again this year, but the Red Bulls, I think, have the second longest run of consistently making the playoffs behind Seattle. And I think Seattle, I think we have the longest active streak, but Seattle also has the longest streak of making the playoffs. But there are some other tense ones. Like, the more star players you get, El Trafico is going to look pretty good. Mm. They both have great star players. So... I feel like it depends where you're at and who some people classify as an actual rivalry.
0: I always find MLS rivalries strange, and I'm, it it segues us into uh, some of the stuff that the MLS does differently. That I couldn't, as a fan, I couldn't have beef with a team which is that far five away. no five years old. LAFC oh. only came into the league what 2018, and now it's seen as this huge fixture. It's it's just mental well, even the whole how clubs get into the league because well firstly It's a big process. Okay, like like Sunderland, stuff. Newcastle. Yeah.
1: That derby ages before football. Like you say, like it starts with like the Civil War. Yeah. And the fact that you can have a derby that's no older than me little brother mm-hmm. is
0: just like Well do do you know how like Well, I can't even call the clubs the franchises. Do you know how an MLS franchise comes about? Go on. Well it's a big process. It's a huge, huge process. It's like firstly you've got to have um a stake you've got to have a stake in a stake in the league. You've got to like buy it's, you have to buy. buy a bit of the league. Uh huh. 'Cause right. well, even a few years ago there was about well, twenty eighteen there was twenty four teams. There's St. Louis just came into the league this 29 year. Teams so it's twenty nine now. So like expansion franchises. You can be in like the, lower, the, the second division. I, I'd use that very loosely because there's no promotion or relegation in America. So it can be an, uh, an existing club because Minnesota
3: United was already in the NASL, is it? I there believe. are some teams that did promote through. I don't exactly know if Minnesota was. I know Cincinnati was in the USL. I think it was. I remember playing them in the 2017 Lamar Hunt trophy where we beat them in the semifinals. So some teams can come through that way, but other teams are just completely brought up. Yeah, They're like, oh, we created a whole new team. Uh-huh.
0: You so can it's create a
1: whole new team and put them straight in the top division. Absolutely. Well,
0: there's, there's
3: a yeah, you've got to make. But there's a lot of like. So that just just that because would- you think of it and you're like, oh, let me pitch this, doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen.
0: You've got to. Like some expansions take years to. So let's use the
1: Miami because they're relatively new, aren't they?
0: Yeah. How does that come about? Well, the failed to host a franchise. Beckham's was different because when he signed his contract with LA Galaxy, they gave him like there was a term in his contract that if he wants to, he, he d- can, he can just build one, just like that. Because he's David Beckham, which is firstly <laughs> mental. But it's turned out to work in the league's favour as well. Because it's brought a whole new set of eyes. But to host a franchise in the MLS, the local local fan base must be pre-established. So you just have to find people who... Do you want to come support this team. Yeah. I die hard. Get the badge (laughs) in. And then the stadium has to already be in place. So you have to have a purpose-built stadium already ready to go. And... The the size of the metropolitan market must be large enough to be profitable. So you have to have income. Right. You have to be like I think when you think somewhere like well, like you say, Charlotte, massive because there's no one around. And the brand new team, all that money now flooding in because they've got a team of their own, and even Austin because Matthew McConaughey, he uh, part owner of Austin. It's also this is I say part because the league actually owns every single team. So they basically the MLS, the league, own every single team, all the assets, all the contracts of every single player has to go through front office. And when you Maybe think we,
1: of, the Premier League could do all that?
0: Like well it could, but like when you think of the pyramid system, it's just one league, you have to buy your way in, you could be a new club tomorrow it's I don't know I just find that interesting especially as a, <coughs> a European
1: yeah like obviously I, I'm going to use it like even with like so on a Sunday I play footy a team got made and got put straight in the Premier League and people were kicking off about that on a Sunday imagine it happening professionally I
0: know especially I imagine it was as big as it is over here as well mm. like well th- another thing that happens a lot is um what we know about in England is uh, franchise relocation, so when you think of Wimbledon, MK Dons, yeah. t- 2003, three four, they just decided to plop little Wimbledon, huge club, and just plop them in Milton Keynes, because there just wasn't a team there, so they did it for a laugh. <sighs> I think the best uh, case study of that was um, Columbus Crew, uh, yeah. a few years ago there was Uproar in America because Columbus they wanted to relocate where was it again that they wanted to
3: relocate to? I think it was somewhere in Texas if I remember off the top of my head Texas
0: also already has SA Dallas and Houston Dynamo well Houston Dynamo is a a club born out of relocation because I'm pretty sure um, San Jose San Jose Quakes got moved to Houston and then they remade San Jose Quakes yeah in the place of the old one so technically a
3: phoenix club technically not i think the crew wanted to move to san antonio if i remember correctly because they've been trying to push for an expansion for a while because they were one of the teams the mls or one of the regions the mls interviewed to build an expansion back in 2013 which is when miami's expansion started so it took them seven years to get into the league when they proposed but I think it, they wanted to move to San Antonio because i remember it being Texas. So that's where I assume it was. Like, as an outsider, that seems
0: to be one of the biggest controversies the MLS Because, like, I always think of uh, hashtag save the crew. It was everywhere. Yeah. Every team. It was. Every team got behind it. The league got behind it. Literally, nobody wanted the move to go through. And as far as I'm aware, it has fallen through, there's no. Real thing to get it back off the ground, but I just think, obviously, we were very young when it happened uh, to Wimbledon. It, uh, could you imagine that now? Just a team who is well supported, just right. You're moving there, just so, because we can. Yeah. So it's it, so did
2: Wimbledon become MK Dons, and yes. then AFC Wimbledon reformed as a new Yeah, club. because
0: that was the fans. But it's like what FC United is like. The fans made it. They got put in the, the pyramid. They've worked their way up. They've only had one relegation in their entire history, which is it's pretty good. Like Wimbledon, it, it can come good, but obviously you wouldn't want it to happen.
2: It's to just, it's terrible, really. Like, obviously it's
0: heavily money-based. So how many, is there promotion and relegation in America or not? No, no. There's there should there. be, but there's not. It's just a sole entity. Like, you know when the Premier League broke off in 92? It's kind of like that, but... You, you can't leave and you can't get well you can leave because if you got bust but you can't get in without an expansion and it, it's
2: it's similar to that as well because I it's a very exclusive club I've watched a lot of so Australian it's football in the A league and that's the same like I think I only started in what I say 1995 no earlier than that that league first came about and then there's there's just 12 teams in this league there was 11 until about 2019 and this new team, MacArthur, came out of nowhere, just bought the win. like... And then you're suddenly in there. Like, there's no... There is tears, but you can't get up.
1: So it's kind of like what the Super League was meant to be.
2: Yeah. Kind of, yeah, essentially. It's exclusive. Just one very, league that will just exclusive. do the same thing every it's, yeah. year.
1: It's pay to play.
0: Yeah. So you could finish rock bottom, you could... Hypothetically, you could finish with zero points. And nothing would happen. Couldn't care less, because you can go get you can go and win the M L A. You can win the whole thing next season. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's... It's mind-boggling. Because imagine, the, we'd know the pain of going down legs and, the and then working your way up. back up. There's nothing like it. it. just adds such a whole new dimension to mm-hmm. the sport. So the fact that they don't know. I, I know why they've done it. It's to protect investors because there's so much money in it because if they went down, that money's just going to all of a sudden go away. Yeah. But... I think for the sake of the spot, I think promotion relegation, like a pyramid system, what we have. Yeah, works a lot better. I it? would argue, it, as I well. would argue the English football pyramid is the best structure mm-hmm. in the world because of just how easy it is to go from all the way up here down to there. Yeah, it's just everything works like clockwork. And the here. fact that
1: I also love about the pyramid system and it's the FA Cup. Anyone can win it.
2: Oh, yeah. Hmm. Literally, uh, as long as you any everyone can compete in it. As far as of course, anyone can compete, and it's unlikely, but
3: it's also I mean, we more of our, our own version th- of that. Pretty much the the U.S. Open, the not U.S. Open, the U.S. Um, Cup, the Mar Hunt Trophy. I think it was. Um, there's a team in Sacramento that's like a fourth tier team made it run to the semifinals.
2: Lost cool. to
3: Orlando, man. I think. No. I who they lost to, but... Semi-finals in a league I'd never heard of. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I always think of um,
0: the team that... Uh, Pelé played for the New York... Dynamos. yeah. sorry. They're still about... They went bust, but... They've come back in the lower leagues. They were playing in that cup. I forgot who they beat. But they beat someone in the cup. And just it was absolute carnage mm-hmm. like it was way to say that a club that the US like to pretend doesn't exist because they're not in the MLS got such a huge huge win over a big MLS team I couldn't tell you for the life of it was you just don't hear about it because they're just that exclusive about it and also the fact that like I say, every team is owned by the league because the franchises you look at here we've got fan-owned clubs in England, Portsmouth, Portsmouth used to be fan owned. We've got ones uh, lower down the lake, like Bury, Chesterfield, Exeter, Newport, even up here Darlington, all fan owned. And the fact that like, well, they'll obviously get somewhat of a say, but realistically, no say hmm. in what goes on in the club. It just, it's, it, it's something like that. I don't feel like I could get behind because I'd like to think that, because it's a club. It's more than just a team in a league. Yeah. Like There's an an aura around us. Yeah, I know what you mean. Especially teams like Sunderland, Newcastle, whatever. There's more to it than just the 11 players and the kit. Like, it's a religion here in England, really. Like, your club is your everything. I think that's just one of the things America will never, never get. Uh, experience.
3: Where Sunderland lives.
0: Obviously, at the end of every show, you have five random games from the world of football, which is worth predicting. So we'll kick it off. Leeds versus Southampton, massive game at the bottom of the Prem. I'm gonna. Southampton. I don't know if it was today or not, but have
1: just um, confirmed that a caretaking manager will be there till the end of the season. who tellers?
2: Yeah. Yeah. What's Leeds situation? They still haven't. Uh
0: they hired Mata's
3: face from yeah. Watford.
0: Yeah, the old Watford boss. He's, he's
3: just, the one got.
2: He's he's just the had his permit one who, this granted today. The spare who
3: sounds his name kind of sounds like Garcia but Is that Javier Garcia?
2: Yeah, he's just had his permit granted today, so no. he'll be in. I'm gonna go
1: one-one <laughs> draw. Two-one no. Southampton.
2: I think they're better than me. I don't think Leeds will get a new manager bounce, and I think Southampton will.
1: One-one draw.
0: I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go nil-nil. I can't see. I can't see goal in it.
3: I'll say 1-0 Southampton.
0: Mm, well, Leeds aren't the favorite to me. I thought you'd go for Leeds, personally.
3: I, it, it's tough because my one prediction that I made on the sports show has neither of them in relegation right now, but I feel like it'd be a better story if Southampton got out of relegation. So
0: We go from the bottom of the Premier League to... Top of the Bundesliga, Bayern Munich and Union Berlin Are you playing this weekend? Yeah. Oh, that be naughty, was Sunday
2: Is it at the Allianz? Yes What were we saying? Bayern 4-0 or something like that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just wipe the floor with them for the crack. No, uh, you I a crack What happened
1: last time you said someone would wipe the floor with someone no, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They lost 2-0 at
2: home Union got a good result beating Ajax through the next round of the Europa League <laughs> This uh, yesterday I, I do think it'll be tighter than that I'm going to go I'm going to go for a 1-1 draw oh, I was thinking
3: I'm going to go 2-0 Bayern 3-0 Bayern You don't want to play them after they lose you Just <laughs> yeah, don't. Very good And we had a week They have a good 3 days off 2-0 Bayern
2: The only one backing, backing the
3: boys Well I can't <laughs> well, no, you can't, but And I won't. I'm staying true and true to Bayern. Back in the UK, we've got
0: Scottish League Cup final: Rangers versus Celtic. Oh! Every single year. Second. <laughs> Come on, you second boys third, in green. Either the second or third, Old firm of the season. Um, Celtic have much better. Celtic of
1: the smashed yeah. them three 0 Come on, you boys in green. Two 0 to the Celts.
0: Three one Celtic. I'm going to go, but I know he's looking at it oh there's, there's an underlying old firm in the studio because you're a green persuasion I'm a blue persuasion I'm going to have to put on, um, I can't say Rangers win oh, I was going to say, oh, gonna say like, Oof, then again it. I couldn't the last year and then fashion to Carla just I'm going to say 2-1 Salic we've got Spurs against Chelsea
2: Spurs I don't have a clue this a year game. They're back in the top four I know Like they haven't actually been that, it feels like they haven't Won all year But they're in the top <laughs> four Yeah <laughs> Like no, They're just the, the most from. Unpredictable club In the Premier League At the minute for me One all
1: mm. I say one all I know now, Ch- Chelsea
2: Are yet to concede Or drop points At the new Spurs stadium Which is actually Quite interesting In comes Potter In comes Potter Whether <laughs> he can keep it up I'm going to go 2-2 Think it'll be a good game. Two two. Two
0: one Spurs. Oh, just, at least stop predicting. Oh well, yeah, because I, I was me thinking two one on Spurs. Ah, uh,
1: nil nil. Ball draw. Interesting. Actually, no. Harry. Ke- I always feel like if Harry Kane's on a football pitch, there's gonna be a goal.
0: Yeah. I'll go one 0 Spurs, and then finally, the big one for the North East this season. Coventry versus (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, I don't even know. 1-0
2: the lads. I don't
1: know what to say. I I, I go 2-0 the lads every week, but... Still get to happen. Uh, I reckon 2-1, Sunderland... What's your... I can't pronounce his name. Someone say it. The Swedish striker. Guy... Guy... Guy Guykeres? What's oh, oh, Gukkeriz. 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 I, I thought you were about us there. No, uh, he'll score for them. Gellart, Brace.
2: Nice. Alex Pritchard's for us. I'll go uh, 1 0, the lads. Come on, Ryan, there's a lot on this. Come it's on. D- it decides whether you come back on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: I'll say. he 1 0 to Sunderland. Yes!
0: World!
3: He's, he's allowed back on. Yeah. Who's
1: to score Gooch? No, <laughs> <laughs> out. No, he's, he's coming back this week, isn't he?
3: I think he's, he's back, yeah. yeah. Gooch. <laughs> he still won't oh, he should've, although isn't he second captain somehow? I think yeah, I think he's Because uh, he's a passion merchant. Captain.
0: <sighs> he's an absolute passion merchant.
3: You're not know right, Gooch
0: Don't blame. There's only one answer it. and it's no. <laughs> oh boy. He's something else. What do you think of Altador quickly? It was alright
1: It was, was good over there
0: <laughs> It was
1: alright <laughs> Made him pin John Terry Made him look like Mike Turner Thunder like. <laughs> thundered a pass Peter check. Disrespect of Mike hey Turner Hey Michael I can't get over that goal.
0: <laughs> Every time I talk about it If Josie scores were on the pitch <laughs> Was our beckoning cry But I think that's a good place To end us Another episode comes To an end Thank you Ryan For taking the time to Yes of course Come get bullied by three Englishmen You can't bully me I grew up in Jersey It's fine I don't know where you're from (laughs) I don't know where you're (laughs) from You don't know where I'm from dog (laughs) No but thank you Very much for listening Uh, Be sure to Follow or subscribe I don't know what the official term is On Spotify To the podcast New episode Every Saturday Thank you It's a goodbye from May
1: Goodbye
0: See y'all later Mm
2: Oh.
1: <laughs> Cuz the thing is I was going to <laughs> <laughs> say
2: that. I was going to say see
1: ya. Oh. Later dudes. <laughs> oh. See ya. Spark on
0: 107 FM on your smart speaker and online at sparksunland.com.